Welcome to Easy Email Marketing. I'm your host, Yao Keown, mum, FIFO wife, MBA, coffee lover, survivor superfan, and creator of the email experience. In Easy Email Marketing, you'll benefit from my nearly 20 years experience where I'll be teaching you all the tips, tricks, and insider info on how to create feel-good, non-spammy experiences for your subscribers. Let's get stuck in. Welcome back to Easy Email Marketing. I'm your host, Yael Keown, and in today's episode, I'm answering one of the biggest questions I get, and that is, how do I increase my open rates? So here, I'm going to share with you five different ways to do just that. But before I get stuck into those, let's look at some stats, because often we think our open rates aren't that good, but actually you are doing quite well. For some reason, um, I see it a lot where people just expect that 100% of their subscribers will open and that's simply not realistic, especially as your list size and your business grows. It's just how it works. In fact, it might surprise you how low the averages actually are. So according to MailChimp's email marketing benchmark report, the average open rate across all industries is only 21.33%. So yes, that's right, 21.33%. Now, that might sound low if you think of it out of 100, but when you compare it to, say, the engagement rates you get on uh, Facebook and Instagram, it actually is really, really high. Um, for e-commerce, it is worth mentioning that the average is actually lower at 15.68%. Um, there are also averages for a whole range of different industries that that benchmark report gives. So I'll link that report in the show notes so you can check it out and compare it to your own industry. But in based on that 21.33 or that 15.68, how are you actually comparing with that? If you are lower, then yes, we totally need to do some work on your numbers. If you're around average, well, yep, stick around. Let's We want to be above average, of course. Um, and if you are higher, pat yourself on the back. Well done. Um, I see so many people freak out at a 40 or 50% open rate. I'm saying you're doing amazing. So if that's you, well done. Um, but stick around. It's always worth listening to this so we can keep them high. So, what are the five ways we can increase your open rates? Now, the first one is by creating open, worthy content. Yes, sending emails that your audience actually wants to read. So think about what was the reason that someone signed up to your list. If you're an e-commerce business and they signed up for a coupon code, they likely signed up to let you to know about when your latest offers are. Um, so it's okay to be sending those emails. If they signed up for a lead magnet and tips around a topic, they probably want to hear around about those tips. So sending emails they want to read. So this could be through sending helpful emails or even just emails that make them smile and bring some happiness to their day. We want to keep them easy to read. So we don't want them overwhelming and we don't want to have too much in there. We don't want to have like five different news stories and that's just overwhelming and people never have time to open and they're just like, oh, I'll get to it one day. They save it in the file and never actually open. Um, so if you want some ideas about some open-worthy content, I highly recommend listening back to episode six um, where I share six different types of non-salesy content you can send your list. So check that out. But basically sending emails that people want to read, focusing on value first and um, building that trust. So they're opening those emails because they know they love what you send. 
The second factor is frequency and consistency. So we might worry that if we send too many emails that people won't open them. But sending them consistently is crucial for two things. One, it keeps people you top of mind for those people so they remember they are on your list, but also it impacts your deliverability. So if you go a while without emailing or you only email every few months, this actually means Gmail and Outlook and all of those guys are going to reassess you for deliverability. Whereas if you are fairly consistent sending to around the same number of people, but it's like steady growth and you're sending emails weekly or fortnightly or monthly and you're fairly consistent with it, um, you know, your deliverability rates will stay pretty good unless something else goes on. So how often should you be sending? Well, at an absolute minimum, it should be monthly at a minimum. Um, How often? Um, after that depends on, um, how many automations you've got going. It also depends on how often you're doing promotions or what you're trying to achieve. So I would say at least twice as often as sales promotions. Um, if you can send weekly, um, but if that's not possible for you, if that seems unrealistic, fortnightly is a good number to go for too. But just choose something that think is, you think is realistic for you, but also serves your audience well. If it has been a long time and you're listening to this and going, oh my goodness, but I haven't sent one for so long. When I send one, is it going to damage my deliverability? No, it doesn't have to. Um, And I do recommend checking out episode eight where I talk about how to re-engage your list. So that's number two. Number three is, of course, amazing subject lines. So what makes a subject line amazing is through creating curiosity or just seeing something that people want to read. So we want to have basically a great headline here. That's what um, a subject line is. It creates that curiosity or it tells them, oh, there's something in here that I want to read. So a great way to do this is to ask questions or you can use um, classic subject line um, templates like how to blank, top tips for blank, X ways to blank. Um, Using specific numbers, especially if it's random numbers, um, really, really helps here as well. Um, And if you want to, throw in their name. Um, If you've got a really important email to send that you want people to really open, putting their name in the subject line is really, really powerful. Now, of course, I don't want clickbaity subject lines here. People will soon switch on to that. So if you have something really amazing in the subject line and you don't deliver on your promise in the email or it has nothing to do with your email, that's a quick way to either unsubscribe or have to have people stop opening your emails. So make sure you do follow through. Obviously, we don't want clickbaity. We want realistic ones, but it's an opportunity to have some fun. I also recommend leveraging the from field and also the pre-header text. So the from is your from name. So this could be your email address. It could be your name. It could be your business name. It could have something fun in there if you want to. It could have an emoji in there if that suits your business just to help it stand out in the inbox. Also, you have your pre-header text. So this is an option um, that you might not know about, but when you create an email, you can not only create a subject line, but add a line for the pre-header text. If you do not enter anything, it'll pull out the first few lines from your email and put it there. So this is like the preview text that people see 
in their inboxes. So if you're in Gmail, it'll normally have the subject line in black, dark, bold, and then next to it, it have some words next to it. So you can have basically a subheadline or something intriguing as that pre-header text to reinforce the subject line to encourage the opens instead of just a random, hi, so-and-so, today, I, and, and, and go on from there. So that's tip number three. Tip number four is always looking at your list health. Um, so this is when I ask, when was the last time you did a list cleanup? Because honestly, the easiest way to increase your open rates is to remove the people from your list who are just not opening your emails. And yes, I recommend doing this on a quarterly basis, ideally. We do not want to keep emailing people who do not want to hear from us. Um, you know, some people really freak out and worry about doing this and say, oh, what if they eventually open it? But if they're just not opening, um, they're not interested in hearing from us and they're likely not to be buying. But worse than that, this can also impact your deliverability. So deliverability, again, means um, whether how likely it is for your email to reach the inbox versus spam. So Gmail and Outlook and all of those um, guys, they figure out if you should be going to the inboxes. So if you are always emailing a lot of people that aren't opening emails, then this is going to send some bad signals and then it's going to start impacting your deliverability. And it could be quite sudden. You might not even know that it happened. So after about 120 days, if you have sent a number of emails to someone and they have not opened an email in 120 days or more, it will start um, sending you know those bad signals through. So I recommend at about every 90 days doing a cleanup of anyone who has not opened emails in that 90 days. You could choose to send a last chance email to them if you want. You might want to pull out the big guns and use their name in the subject line and really ask if they want to come back. But often I find this doesn't actually bring that many people back. So I just kind of let them go with love. They can always sign up again in future. Another thing that can really impact this list health and how many people are opening is actually where you got those subscribers from in the first place as well. So I've worked with clients who have had really low open rates. I'm not talking like 4%. And the reason was that they got a lot of their list from things like giveaways and competitions because that was just attracting a lot of freebie seekers. I also find similar quality issues for um, people who put in details from trade shows or of course, if you mass import a list from somewhere. So if um, so, the original source can impact it. So if you're using something like a giveaway to grow your list, I'm not against it. I just recommend offering a nurture sequence for those subscribers straight after they enter the giveaway and then only move across those who are even opening those emails to your main list and then archiving the rest. Or you can... In Ask them to do basically a second opt-in in exchange for some sort of freebie. So we do need to make sure our list health is high and we are removing people who just aren't opening. And finally, tip five is to keep your emails simple. So again, this impacts your deliverability, um, and but also whether something hits your promotions folder or the updates folder. Now, we can't necessarily entirely avoid those folders because that's what we're sending. We're sending promotions or we're sending an update. We're not um, someone's mum or friend sending them an email. But to help give us the best shot of reaching inboxes, we want to look as much like a normal email that would be having a conversation with a friend as possible. So that means minimal images and minimal links. You know, we so want to rely on having these beautiful emails and often they can actually really damage our open rates. So that's something to think about too. 
Okay, so quick recap on those five different ways. One, having open, worthy content. Two, being consistent and frequent enough. Three, and they having amazing, open, worthy subject lines. Four, the health of your list and where you got um, your subscribers from in the first place. And five, how simple your emails are. So a question as well that comes up here is, um, should I also resend to unopen? So this is a feature that a lot of email marketing software has. And this is where if someone doesn't open an email, um, you can resend it to those people who didn't open. Um, Now, yes, you can totally do this. And this will improve your open rates. But I actually pretty much only like to do this um, if it's this a really important email or something that I really want my audience to read or something that's just really, really powerful that I just want to get to as much people as possible. So I limit it. And I also recommend only doing it after at least 24 hours have passed. I've had this situation where I've been following on a certain um, high profile entrepreneurs launches and I go to bed and they're in the US, I'm in Australia. I go to bed and the next morning I have two of the exact emails from them because they were sending one out and then like two hours later or four hours later, they were sending a second one out because I hadn't opened the first one. And the reason I hadn't opened the first one was because I was, I don't know, sleeping. So, and that I found that really, really, um, yeah, astounding um, that someone would do that. So yes, if it's a really important email as part of a launch, send it 24 hours later. Um, but give enough space and enough opportunity for people to read it. Also, make sure you change the subject line. You can do that. So you're giving yourself a second opportunity um, to change it. Okay, so hopefully that helps as well um, with understanding whether you should be doing the resend to unopens trick. Um, But finally, I just want to wrap up and let you know that your open rates are not your most important metric. Yes, it is important to track it and it's helpful to know who's interested in what, but the most important metric for you to be paying attention to is how many people are actually buying. Um, Clicking as well, but buying and conversions is the most important number. And you might find that you might have a lower open rate but you get more conversions than if you um, were trying other strategies and, and, and then your conversions were lower. It is not the most important. It's important, but not the most important. So just remember that as well. We're always focused on that ultimate goal. So thank you for joining me today. I would love to hear from you about what you've enjoyed from this episode or what you want to know more about. So please catch up with me on Instagram at Yale Keown, all one word, and I will see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to Easy Email Marketing. It's an absolute honor that you chose to listen. If you love this episode, then it would mean the world to me if you could leave a review so that others can find this podcast and make their email marketing easy too. Finally, make sure to subscribe so that you don't miss a thing. Until next time, have an awesome day and make sure to keep showing up and serving in those inboxes.